20th episode, Sunday, the 10th of January 2021. We're back in the garage, back to rap. What a week, what a week. The world is upside down and uh, we are on the receiving end of a bunch of lunatics. Now, I'm not even going to talk about the Australian affairs so far, bro. Like, I don't know if people out there believe, like, does America have any influence over the world, this, that? Yes, they do, bro. Because if America coughs, we get the flu. That's the way that they've set it for ages. We're puppets. And that's what's going to happen now. This week, what I've been watching in politics, now I watch a little bit of politics. I try to be politically correct and stuff, always. When your social media is just pumping full of politics to drive you into complete hysteria, I'm driving to Wollongong with the the kids in the car. They're laughing. They're watching Bluey. The missus is talking about life, how good life is. I've got one earpod on with Donald Trump in the other side. I want to smash my head against the steering wheel. So be careful of what you watch and read, bro. It's all hysteria. It's all this bloke versus that bloke, John with the Ford versus Vlad. I mean, that's not even a competition. That's a landslide. If I walk into a list, if we got to 10 listings and I walk in first, no, 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 whatever, let John with the Ford walk in first. Let him present it. Let him slag me off. Let him put a premise out there that when I turn up, they're already going to have prejudice. Oh, he thinks he's this, he thinks he's that. He'll put the Audi key on the desk. He'll come in with shiny shoes, Oxford shoes. He's going to have an MJ Bale. His hair's going to be slicked back looking at Antonio Banderas from Desperado. And then I'll still landslide him. Seven to, seven to nine out of ten are coming my way. And that one poor sucker that goes his way is going to come to me after 90 days. On the 91st day, he, the client called me. I can't hack John. I need you back. So I'm, I'm used to that type of, what would you call it, um, privilege. I'm a privileged guy. Didn't come out of nowhere, bro. I used to be a courier driver with a gut. Now the gut's shredded. No courier car. Audi. Tan beyond belief. Coming out looking like a, a fresh leather couch that's been moisturized brain in the head. That's how smooth I look. So, um, yeah, bro, political land, uh, political storm, I would say. These uh, Trump guys, now they're just human beings, bro. Trump is a human being just as much as Joe Biden by the law. They're both catastrophes. From what I've seen, Joe Biden by the law, I can't even remember his name. He called Donald Trump George Bush or something like that, or well, you shouldn't be running the most powerful country in the world. You shouldn't even be running a local delicatessen. Joe Biden's cold cuts in Haberfield shouldn't even be open. Who's going to run it into the ground? He's going to go, what's the pastrami at, man? It's uh, six bucks a kilo, isn't it? They go, we bought it for 38 bucks a kilo. He goes, oh, oh, oh. I just, sorry, I just sold seven kilos to this Greek guy that runs a cafe down the road for 36 bucks. They go, bro, we're going out of business with you. Now, if Trump walks in there, he's going to buy it for six bucks, sell it for 36. Because he knows, bro, when you get someone coming in with an orange head like that and some hairstyle that looks like a ferret 
or a possum or some type of roadkill that's been pasted on a scalp and a baggy suit with a gut, how are you going to say no to that type of character, bro? It's like some mob boss. Joe Biden walks in here, I'm going to say, seriously, bro, you've missed the next turn over there's the retirement home. Whereas Trump walks in, you go, bro, make sure the back door's unlocked just in case we need to bolt out of here, bro. This bloke looks serious. Why is his teeth so white at 78 years old? I don't understand that. He drinks Diet Coke every day and eats Maccas. It's like a wonder child, this guy. So they went into the American Capitol. They call it Capitol Hill. I don't know what it is. The House of Reps, the Senate. I don't understand any of this stuff, to be honest. When they took me down there when I was a child to Canberra and I walked in, I thought it was the scene and the set for the book Witches by Roald Dahl. You know, if you don't know who Roald Dahl is, he's a Roald Dahl, worst name, um, but he's a author from England, again, going all English from a young kid, and uh, this bloke used to write book Witches, uh, James and the Giant Peach, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, what else do you have, Twits, Twits, bro, best books, bro, I went the other day to get... I wanted to get the set for my daughter, bro. When she looked at the books, she just tugged on my shirt and goes, get it, let dad, we need to go, we need to go. And I go, bro, if she can't even focus on the books that I'm showing her in the shop, there's no chance she's going to focus on the actual content when I'm reading a tour at nighttime. So I saved myself the $89 for the box set and I walked out, got a six pack of beers and I got on my life and I just kept telling her stories of when I was young because that's what she wants to hear before bed. Dada, Tell me when you was young. Tell me now, right now. Tell me a story when you was young. And to be honest, I don't know what to tell her anymore. I make up stories because in all honesty, I had a boring as shit lifestyle growing up. I did what my parents did and they did nothing. My dad goes to work seven days a week. My old lady's at home flipping omelets, hanging up clothes. She used to give me her red socks so I could pretend I was Superman, run around the backyard, pretend I'd fly, jump on the trampoline, dislocate my shoulder. That was the most fun I ever had. She goes, tell me more, tell me more. I go to her one night, bro, there's nothing to tell, man. It was boring. I went to my grandmother's house, had cheese and tomato sandwiches and pretend I was a ninja turtle climbing up the fences. Till the next door neighbor, Ruth, Kicked me out, nearly called the cops on me, even though she knew my parents. She was trying to scare me. And when she did, I started begging her at seven years old, please, please don't call the cops, bro. My man's going to belt me anyway. She goes, well, good, good. I'll speak to him when he comes with the Ford Fairlane. Which he, he was John with the Ford for a while, my old man. Then he went to Holden, he went to Beamer. And then finally went to Audi. So sipping on a little young Henry's. Now I'm having a cheat day. I've decided to dr- to not drink. What did I say? Uh, to not drink majority of the time. So 80%, 75 to 80% of my life is going to be no drinking. Now I'm going to crank one on the podcast. On the podcast. And uh, whenever there's a special occasion. But you're not going to catch me having a drink otherwise. You're going to catch me sucking kombucha and 
regular waters, spritzing, Mount Franklin, lightly sparkling, throw a lime in there, right? throw it in. You'll see it when you throw in a lime this day. Now, if it's a birthday party and the guys are trying to get smashed or slushed, I will suck back a few beers, definitely. I'll melt some, I'll belt some, I'll crunch them. But I'm not going to go hard every night like, like last year where every night is a four-pack, every night's a three-pack. And then you start seeing your six-pack go down. So I'm going up in beers like a two-pack, four-pack, six-pack. And then I'm seeing my six-pack that's under my shirt go six-pack, four-pack, two-pack, and then just one case. So I had to make sure that, hey, get back on the strategies. It's time to wrap. You've got shows coming out your ears, and this is the year to, to show people what you're all about. Not, no, don't show people what they can become. That's the confusing thing here. It's almost a reciprocal uh, a reciprocal concert where I walk in, you're receiving. It's going around in circles, strategies. Everyone's walking in, catastrophe walking out in Mac. So I've got to get into shape and I'm doing a little bit of sw- ocean swimming, licking the, the river, licking the ocean. Love it, bro. I jump in, I swim one kilometre out, who knows where, where the great white sharks go to nest or swim or whatever they do, pound. And then I go, I go left a little bit and then back to the beach. And then it's just like, you go, bro, how we, I'm clocking 2Ks in the ocean five days a week. Maybe five, four to five. It's about seven or 10Ks a week that I'm swimming now just to keep the knees fresh, bro. Another big bit of news, to be honest, I've flicked the golf now. So no more golf. Every time I play golf, bro, every time I feel sore the next day in my hips and my knees, and I'm thinking this is why, bro. I was running 30Ks a week with no knee problems, no hip problems, nothing. I was like some Iron Man, some universal soldier, like Dolph Lundgren in 97. And then I started playing golf every day or every second day whenever the Mrs. Proprietary Limited let me out. I'm feeling pain here, feeling pain there. I'm going, what's going on, bro? I'm, a, I'm as hard as a rock. I'm a double brick house. You don't feel that type of – I'm not like some fibro in Penrith, bro. One strong wind comes through like Wizard of Oz and it blows the house, the roof off. I'm like a double brick wog job in Rockdale. Some guy, Mitre – Built it with only his cousins and his mates. He didn't pay one of them. All he did every day was just buy kebab and beer. VB every day. Cases of VB. Cases of kebab after his job. So every day from 3 till 7 p.m. they'll build this house. And it took him a year. My cousin, who's been building his house for seven years, he still hasn't got a front door. That's 2020 style men. But 1970 double brick heads. These guys will put a pig on a spit. They'll eat it before it's cooked, bro. They don't even, they don't give a shit, bro. They'll look at their wife. Their wife trembles, bro. Like, what do you want? What do you want? He goes, nothing. I'm going for a shower. What's wrong with you? But his head's so wrinkled up and fried from the sun, from working, from not wanting to be at home so he can listen to his kids and his missus. The smartest idea you could ever do is just go work hard. This guy just looks scary. Just look like Al Pacino in in in. in in the Godfather. So 
Who's my point? Last night I went out to a local pub with my brother-in-law. Wanted to get a steak. Wanted to just hang out a little bit. He goes, bro, it's been a, it's been a long week. My little daughter was sick. Poor thing. She's got some chest infection, breathing, wheezing, sneezing. He goes, bro, let's go out, bro. We, we deserve it, you know. We stay at home dads this week. Going back to wrap tomorrow. Throw the suit back on. It's just been dry cleaned. I'm going to come out looking like Johnny Depp at the awards night. And um, went out to the pub. Worst experience, bro. COVID is catastrophe. Let's just put it out there. Let's just say, look, I'm not blaming anyone. But all I'm saying is we're trying our best, but it's the shittest time ever. That's it. Don't try to be fake positive, bro. I try to be fake positive where I'm like, oh, this is great, man. This is great. Standing up against the wall two meters apart like we're just getting interrogated by the cops. When I got there, the security guard goes, split apart, man. Split apart. You stand on this X. You stand on this X. You stand over there. Don't look at me. Look forward. Put a mask on. I'm sitting there, I'm going, bro, this is shit. I'm going to crack the biggest steak on the barbecue in the backyard and crunch a couple of beers with you guys. Again, this is not happening. I'm not coming out. But I walked into the pub and it was all right. There wasn't many people in there. There was a lot of like young guys coming out, guys with face tats, guys with neck tats. What is that, bro? Like, please, man. Like, I feel like an old bloke now. Like, am I old? Yes, I am. Because the youth is doing my head in. Some guy had an arm tat that he was getting done. It looked like something my daughter wants to color in with pencils. If she saw it, she'd be like, Dada, look, can I please color it in? Let me go and get the doing pencils right now, the water ones, the watercolor. She ended up coloring it. I was like, it's it's all because of social media, this type of catastrophe, bro. Everyone's trying to outdo each other. One guy gets gets this is how it happened in school. The whole world's become a school, bro. That's that's how it is. This is my prognosis. This is my thesis. That at school it was shit. All right. We went to school. It was this mob mentality. Everyone was in these little groups. And then you float between groups. There'd be the soccer heads, the basketball heads, the geeks, the dweebs, the dairy munchers, the junkies, all these little groups, bro. And everyone congregates within these little groups. But then I hated that because I'm a lone wolf licking rivers. When I used to go to school, I'd never be part of one group. I would always be the guy that was just trendsetting, bro, walking in with a with a hyper-colour T-shirt or some Stussy jeans, I don't think they make jeans. Maybe a stussy jacket. Who knows what, bro? But I was I was going left at school when you see me. You go, bro, well, you just got guitar in the hand like John Cougar Mellencamp. And then I couldn't wait. When school finished, I was like, thank God for this, bro. I can break free, get out into the world, be my own man. And it happened. And then in 2008, 7, 6 or whatever, MySpace came out. That wasn't that bad. But then when Steve... Steve, I want all the jobs in the world, came around and he made the iPhone. This guy made an iPhone to help the world. It did help the world. It also drove the world into mass hysteria, which it does now because social media now goes on the phones that he made. That social media is a joke. 
So Instagram, which is where all the gladiators are, and listening to this stuff right now, thank God for that. Thanks a lot. You guys are the shining light in times of like in times of nowhere. So this is what happens. So one guy, get, you get on social media, a guy is doing chest, puts his chest up. He goes, no, nah, look at this, hashtag bench, hashtag chest day. And then another hero, he wants to get bigger than that. So he gets bigger and then it monopolize, uh, monop- multiplies. The only people monopolizing is Instagram. And so it just gets worse and worse and worse and then someone throws a tat on, the other guy gets a sleeve, the other guy colors his whole body, now his whole head's done. What's next but internal tats? The guy, he tattooed his liver now. He goes in, he paid some surgeon that wants to drive a Rolls Royce and live in Double Bay, cut him open, throw thug life on my liver. Do it. I'm paying you. So he goes on Instagram now, this guy, after he does it, X-ray, thug life on the liver. What's next, bro? He will shape his liver into thug life. That's the next one. We go in and you cut liver pieces out till it says thug life. That's like the new tat. <laughs> bro, when's it going to end? Why is everyone trying to impress each other? You're all nowhere, bro. Get an Audi. Get shredded. Have a family, bro. Make some content that's entertaining. No one wants to see a tattoo on your liver saying thug life. Or, or, or what else can we put? Someone put a Gucci, a Gucci tattoo on his neck, put it on his spleen. Now his spleen says the double G, short for smug. Yeah, bro, I'm getting old and, and I'm proud of it. Because to be honest, bro, if I was in this youth situation, I would never be one of these blokes. It would just be a little pair of jeans, a white tee, a hell of a lot of personality, and girls going left, right and centers everywhere, bro. And I'll admit to them, I'm living with my mum. I just got here in a Kia, Sorento, not even a Sorento, a Kia, some type of Kia, hatchback. Let's go and fold those seats back and we'll see what, what can happen. I'm not going to borrow my cousin's AMG Arabic Motor Works, Motor Group, and pretend it's mine and then pose in front of Ferrari in, in Bondi Beach and put it on my Instagram for likes. It's all fake, bro. Wake up to yourselves, bro. If anyone's going to pay any attention, pay attention to this. Be real in 2021. That's what we've got to do. People got to start admitting we're all pretty much the same, and stop being fake, bro. I can't deal with it. I'm showing aggression. I'm showing my age now. I'll get over it. Like, I'll get over it. Within, by the time I finish this podcast, I'll get it back onto my life because my life is mad and I'm not even going to think about it. Go. I'm not going to go golf. I'll go back to swimming, licking rivers, lick the missus, throw a schnitzel on the, the grill and get on my life. But 2021, be real, bro. It's that time. We're going to need to all uprise and be real. In the centre, Sydney South. Major sponsor, Commander Centre Sydney South, their most experienced business telecommunication carrier. Tailor communication packages to business owners to close to 40 years. Anyone that's a business owner out there now that needs phones, mobile phones, whether it's landline phones, internet access, high-speed Wi-Fi, 5G, 
Hit these guys up, bro. End-to-end solutions, PABX, phone systems, digital phone lines, and business-grade data. I told you, they'll fix dropouts and drop kicks. It's one of their negotiating techniques. So make sure you speak to Wayne or Fred, whoever is no one in your office. He's, he's lacking motivation because he went out on the weekend. He had a bender for 48 hours, and now he can't pick up the phone. Get Commander in. They'll come in. They'll visit. They'll have a chat, point out the problems in the telecommunication, point out the drop kicks. We'll get a little one-on-one motivational technique coming in and before you know it, I told you, he's quit drugs. The guy doesn't drink anymore. He's doing chin-ups on the office furniture. He's he's doing push-ups on his lunch breaks. Bro, five-star Google-rated business, reliable phones and internet. It's the most important thing you can, bro. So call him on a free on-site inspection and analysis on 8 5819 That's for New South Wales. 8 5819 Or email him on sales at commander.business. Jared Lambert is the regional manager. Reach out, bro. Tell them Vlad sent you. They're going to hook you up. You're going to get a discount. So you need someone professional. Commander is a massive brand and they do everyone from who knows why I even want to start mentioning it, but they got a view of Audi and their service and reliability is Audi. So make sure you get in there. Speak to Jared Lambert. Call them on that number that I said or sales at commander.business. Support the supporters that support the podcast. So this week, going back to work, going to put the suit back on. It's time to wrap. Everyone knows that we can't stay home forever unless Gladys Berejiklian and goes, you can't go anywhere. In regards to the Sydney show, bro, I think I'm going to change it to the Factory Theatre, which is it's just a smaller venue, bro. There's no way that we're going to get you know, 900 people in there with this. I don't even want to risk it. People don't want to buy tickets when they don't know what day it is. I don't know if it's going to go ahead in March. It's just too close to the bone. So if that's the case, if I switch it to factory, it's going to be sold out straight away because there's been enough tickets sold to wrap the factory. If people want another show in Sydney, we're going to have to sell a second show. But I reckon... Keep buying tickets. Don't stop now like I just shot myself in the foot. But keep buying tickets until I mention it because it still could go ahead. If it doesn't go ahead at the end more now, it will go ahead at the end more at the end of the year or next year or whatever when I write another set that's going to be even more immaculate than this one. But the one that's going to come, bro, forget about it. I've been writing for a year and a half now and – like basically, I'm like Phil Collins, bro, winning Grammys nonstop. The content that's going to come out, people are going to lose that. So definitely get tickets if you can. What else was going to say? All the other shows are going ahead. They're all still selling pretty well. Melbourne, two of them sold out. The other two, 60% sold. So they're just going slowly, slowly plodding along. But by the time we get to March, they'll be wrapped. Wollongong's already sold, I don't know, 30 40%, which is pretty good. So if you're a gonger, make sure you get yourself some tickets, bro. Also, Geelong is selling. So I've got Canberra. What else have we got? Newcastle, Adelaide. There's tickets available. Get in there. If worst comes to worst, turn up on the door on the night, bro. See how we go. Kim and Kanye West, I heard that they're getting a divorce. Now – 
They've got four kids, bro. I don't think they're going to have a divorce. But last night or two nights ago, something, The Project, the worst show on television, they go, what have we got tonight? COVID news and Kim and Kanye Katastrofa news. And some guy from LA is zooming in. I'm not I'm not sure, like, what's going on? What's going on? I heard Kim's getting new tits put in and her ass is getting renovated from a double garage to a triple garage. So Kanye... He's praying in the mountains in Wyoming on a ranch like some cowboy. So you know, he's probably like broke back mountain. That but if he comes out gay, bro, no one will be shocked. If he comes out, he goes, I'm a genius and I'm also gay. No one will care. They'll be like, yeah, we've known, bro. But maybe he won't. Who knows? Time will see. But if you got Kim Kardashian, you're not satisfied by that. And all those sisters... That's another thing. I couldn't handle it if I was him. That's the thing that I've got to give props where props is due. Kanye West, bro, he's he's walking into a house, apart from Caitlyn Jenner. I'm not going to look at her. But Kendall Jenner, Chloe, uh, Courtney, the mum, Chris. I mean, they're all little machines, actually. So if you're Kanye West, you come, you're walking in barred up every time. You're sitting at dinner, you're barred up. You're pumped up, all these little machines that are constantly pouting. They've all got their own line of lipstick, blush, powders, pudra that they're selling to the masses, to children, to my daughter. Hopefully not. Hopefully she grows a brain with me with the education that I'm going to slide toward her and she's not going to. She's not going to look at these catastrophes and actually want to do something in the world, not just make cash and be a public catastrophe. But that's the thing with Kanye, bro. If you last that long in a in a house full of glamours, good on you, bro. You've got you've got resilience and you've got restraint. But I know some of my mates that would have been thrown out of the ages ago because you would have walked in, my mate Petko, he would have been caught with. Three G-bangers, all three from Courtney, Kim and Chloe, stuffed in his mouth, batting in the bedroom. So he'd be caught doing debaucherous things and they'd have to kick him out, put him all over the news. Petko's a freak. He's a deviant. He took some G-bangers from the washing basket and stuffed it up his mouth and then now he's defame him. Now, now he works at Joe Biden's cold cuts in Aberfield. Because they've cut him out from all social medias like Donald Trump and he can't make a living anymore and that's it. He has to join the regular society like us, put a mask on and hand over some pastrami. That's the way of the world, bro. If anything, we're going to wrap this episode by saying in 2021, get real, be real. Stop following these trends. Stop following the, the, the Kardashians. Stop following anyone on the internet. That when you see the video, you go, nah, I don't believe it. The moment you say that, that's it. Believe it, because it's probably true that it's unbelievable. See how I'm going around in circles. Don't believe it, but believe that it's not true. Time to wrap. Get yourself in order. I love you all. See you next week.